All right, so welcome to Juice in the Morning podcast episode 58. Mm. And I have with me a fan favorite in fan Creedon favorite. McCarthy. Really? Yes, definitely, Creedon. Uh, you have gotten a lot of feedback from some of the people that listen at home and it's it's always a uh, it's always good feedback. They like the cool. they like the music. They like uh, the the chatter that we have back and forth. So mm, thanks, it, guys. It's glad I'm glad to have you back. So oh, great to be back, dude. Once again, it is episode 58. So thank you for listening, <clears throat> and let's get started. Mm. Baby, baby. <laughs> All right, so uh-huh. let's get down to business. The very first, the very first thing of business that I want to get a get out there is uh, I want to get your thoughts on the romp him craze that uh-huh. we've been seeing all over the internet. There's memes, there's pictures, mm-hmm. there's people talking about how they want to buy them. Just tell me, tell me what a romp him is. Well, from what I uh, assume it to be, is it looks like a janitor suit with the arms and legs cut off of it. (laughs) It's but like today, it just shows you like what the internet is like. They're clearly bored, and 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 how how nuts things can get in just a a very short short amount of time. In a hurry, and it's like yeah, it's the dumb fashion it <laughs> clearly is and it's probably not going to go very far and, and the thing that i thought of was like you know maybe it's a it's something that they're like wanting to sell them ironically and be funny but then yeah. you go to their kickstarter page and it is completely taken seriously like they're like this is the new summer fashion get get yours before somebody else like before they run out and things like that so it's something that we talked about it beforehand like I, I've made some questionable style choices trying to be funny. I bought a fanny pack and some short shorts on uh, the last vacation we had, and I rocked that look because I thought it was funny. I, I like the mobility in the legs. That's actually my go-to, <laughs> so I hope you're not making fun of me. No, and, I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely but, not. But, uh, yeah, I, I, first of all, like, there's a reason they're called shorts, because <laughs> if they go like past the knee, they're technically pants, and there it drives me insane. But... Other than that, like the romper thing, it's like it's clear that like, I mean, I get I'm you know I'm about to be thirty, so I can say <laughs> younger people think that it's great to look like an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with the fucking top knots and yep. like the like uh, the new uh, like all the like twenty year old dudes are get, like dyeing their hair gray and stuff That's like that. So weird. Like, why do you want to look like an idiot? You know, like. <laughs> Just be yourself. Like, yeah. nobody can do that anymore. Well, like, and, and I think that a lot of it stems from the fact that they, everybody wants to be individual or be original, but then they, they're they going about it in a way that is unoriginal. Exactly, because it's, like, so popular. And, and they're like, looking just like their 20 other buddies. Yeah. I mean... I mean, it's the it's the whole hipster thing where hipsters want to give people shit for you know the jocks all wearing like what the polos back in the day, like the polos and the, the cargo shorts, and collars, and <laughs> the the sweat. Remember the arm sweatbands yep. and stuff like that. Yeah, that was hilarious. I did. I did partake in the arm Ooh, sweatbands. You were, oh, nice. I wore them. I wore them at uh, B Dubs as a server, so I thought I was really cool. Well, I mean, I guess. Well, I, I was going to say it makes sense, but you weren't bartending. Usually, the bartenders. Yeah, like, it, was, the key it wasn't for the key. It wasn't for the. <laughs> no. 
Oh, it wasn't for the key. I thought I no, was cool. It was for the look. Completely failed. <laughs> but yeah, like the uh, the romper, like it. I mean, it's gotten them business clearly, like the way that it's freaked out well, on the internet. So let them do their thing. Even their Kickstarter, they say that that like Kickstarter has like levels of like investment. So if you you know you buy one, that's like the initial level of investment, and then there's like people that you can they get they keep you know notching it up and for example you can pay to go to like the place that they're creating them and like meet the people that created it and those are like it's like thirteen hundred dollars and you get you know two romp hymns and get to meet the meet the owners or whatever and it's it's a crazy business model and i don't see it lasting unless they come out with other stuff besides that I just first of all think they need to change the name, romp him. Like that does not sound good. Call it a male romper. Like yeah. that's fine, but romp him is way off. Like that is not like is not something that I want to be like. Oh, romp him. That's some, you know what I mean. It just sounds like I'm having sex with dudes. Like and nothing against that. It's just not me. No. You know what I mean. I don't want that. And so. and the the look in general just. Even if I was trying to be funny, I don't know if I could pull it off. Just because yeah. it doesn't look comfortable. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a little guy, as you guys at home can yeah, tell. Yeah, I. <laughs> like, I don't think it's designed for my body type. Yeah, I saw a. I saw a meme that said like had like Danny DeVito as Penguin in the <laughs> Batman. You remember that when he was yeah. wearing those long johns and is like, "This is what you look like in your romp him." That's exactly <laughs> what I would look like, except for six five. You know. Like, that's, that's, like, that's great. That's but hilarious. at the same time, I I pulled off because I look good in everything. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> and and it's all about the confidence in what you're wearing. Because yeah, if you're absolutely. if you're completely confident, everybody loves it. Well, they and uh, what they caught Cam Newton in the similar. They said it wasn't a romper. It was, it was like Coachella, two, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it was like a two piece, but it totally looked like <laughs> it looked a fucking like a romper. romper, dude. He was he was the uh, innovator. Maybe yeah. he was he was ahead of the curve. So, yeah, started up. Maybe he's one of the donators, the Kickstarter <laughs> donators. Thirteen hundred dollars. I mean, I'm sure he's got it. And uh, so I hope that. You know, it's something that I'm not going to judge anybody for wearing whatever they wear. I'm going to definitely just enjoy oh, it and, and I'm laugh. Gonna <laughs> I'm on judge. I'm going to laugh the entire time that I hang out with them. But, you know, you do you. If you want to wear the romper, that's fine. Me exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not a part of it. But the that leads me kind of to a couple things that I've noticed with, like, I, I have even talked recently on a podcast how I believe that energy exists, personal momentum exists. It's something that you, you kind of... One of the best quotes that was ever given to me when I was a kid was by a basketball coach because I had beaten quite a few guys um, on the varsity team when I was like in eighth grade freshman year in one-on-one basketball, and they like all kept talking about how I was lucky. And the quote he gave me was, "You put yourself in position to be lucky." So I loved that. Like putting yourself yeah. in position to be lucky means that you've put the hard work in, you've done everything, and people want to call it luck, but. It's because you I mean, you've put yourself it, there. It's gonna go one way or the other. You know, they're gonna get the luck, or you're gonna get the luck. You exactly. know, it's a two sided situation, especially in a basketball situation. And, and so. what I what I wanted to get to though was is I am gonna call out the fact that I don't believe in you know burning sage and like cleaning out your house and things like that. That's just personally like what I, what I believe. And I've been kind of seeing a lot of that, like free spirited, like stuff. And I'm just, I'm very rooted in science, but I also know that I contradict myself because I believe in that personal momentum and energy going out in the world and you creating stuff for yourself. And I'm, I'm just kind of curious as to your take on like, you know, 
energy and things like that and like even somebody wearing like a, a necklace like that has like a crystal on it or something like that because they say it helps with migraines right so how do you feel that that stuff works do you know people that are into it or um actually my girlfriend she carries a little pouch with multiple crystals in yeah it. and and you know that's i don't do all that stuff yeah. and it's totally cool if you want to yeah you and i'm and i'm like i said i am just for me it's not it, i don't think it's going to make a difference for me right and i mean and like i said if you think that that's you know helps you absolutely go for it you know I always tell her, you know, like on half baked, it's like, well, you're carrying around Jerry Garcia in a pouch, man, you know, like, because it's a little brown bag. On her I was like, oh, save us now, Jerry. Like, but, uh, uh, no, it's like, I, you know, I pick on her because she's my girlfriend, but like, literally, I, I, I'm kind of like, into the Grateful Dead mm-hmm. fish scene, like the hippie scene, and dude, huge, like crystals and all that stuff. And, I tend to make fun of them too, but you know, (laughs) and I would say, I would say in their defense though, there is science behind. If you think something's helping you, it will physically help you. Like there's science behind it. Like, like the salt pill thing, mm -hmm. you know, and, and people, you know, for even a personal example, like I take vitamins and people are like, you piss out 80, 90% of the vitamin Mm -hmm. that you take, but I feel better when I take it. Like I, so something's happening even if it's just mental. And, you know, what, what, and it goes for anything in life, you know, you're going to get out of it, whatever you put into it, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you work hard at doing anything, you're going to get it, you know, going to get a lot out of it. And if you put a lot of, you know, you spend a lot of time reading up on information and you believe that that's what it is, it's, you know, and you're, that's what it is for you. You know, it's not going to be that for somebody else because they haven't taken the time to know they're not just going to be like, Oh, I'm going to put this crystal around my neck and believe something better is going to happen. You know? So those of you watching at home, how do you guys feel about, uh, crystals and energies? And then also how do you feel about vitamins? Because I, I like vitamins and they make me feel better. So, um, what do you guys think? Let me know. And then also, um, you know, people that are listening at home on the podcast, like if you have any kind of examples or, if you want to come on the podcast and talk about that stuff, I would love to have somebody on. I'm always open to any kind of information that I don't know. I really want to get somebody on that's like a psychic or can talk to like, or they, they believe they can talk to like spirits and stuff. Cause I think that'd be really cool for us yeah. to do a show oh, yeah. like that. Oh yeah. Um, I think that would be awesome. I just got to get somebody that can come on. So that kind of leads me to the deep thought of the week, which I haven't done. I actually, the last time I did it was with you and Brian because the last couple of episodes, I kind of got really into the subject matter that we were talking about. And I just kind of forgot about bringing any of that up. Uh, I can't remember that little jingle I did. Just, just go ahead and go ahead and do your best. Deep thought of the week. <laughs> Love it. I like that. Really <laughs> no, that's good. So the deep thought of the week for me, this is something that I've just been reading up on a little bit recently. And it, it's interesting to me because it's it's something that seems to have a little bit of, uh, I don't know, it just seems like it could be possible. So once again, this is the living in a simulation theory. So the theory goes that we're essentially a simulation in a matrix style kind of computer program and we're kind of just living our lives out and we don't actually know that everything that's happening is like 
not a realistic or not not I don't want to say not realistic. It's real to us, but it's actually a you know computer program, and we're just living out those rules of a computer program. So <clears throat> one of the things that you know it makes me think immediately is you know that that makes it possible to me is the fact that one of the points that somebody that I read about made was. There's a huge intelligence gap between us and chimpanzees, but we share 98% of the DNA. That's messed up to me, and that makes me think that maybe there's a higher power out there that I've talked about before on the podcast. I do believe that there's a higher power. What if that's the higher power that's almost exactly the same as us, except for they're, you know, 10 times, 20 times smarter than us? So it's a good point. I mean, because... I was like I was telling you earlier, like I saw a video, which it, you know it still could be. Funny, I got I got to see this video, but it was like a gorilla making fire. Now I guarantee they like taught him how to do it, and mm-hmm. they were giving him matches and stuff. But like, or like I saw like a like one of those gray African parrots, like mm-hmm. like taking apart this huge puddle, just like, puzzle to get like a little seed or whatever. And it's like, you know, animals are a lot smarter than we give them yeah. credit for. You know, and I mean, even like the family dog, it's like, man, you're so smart, but. You just, you know, you're just like, oh, it's a dumb dog, yeah. you know, but at the same I, time, what do you think, you know, they think of us and, yeah. you know, any other being on the planet? It's like, I don't know, because of we're, you know, the highest ranking or, you know, I mean, at, at the moment, <laughs> right. That's what I mean. But we still so, also haven't explored like exactly, 90% so, of the bottom of the ocean. So we don't even know what's down there. Right. And it's like, so yeah, what if like something you know what if we are controlled by a like a higher being you know mm-hmm. i do believe in god and a higher power and stuff like that but but like you said maybe maybe it is like a higher being and then what happens when they like say come here or whatever yeah. and it's like we're not the tippy top anymore yeah you know it's like <laughs> and, what and the fuck? some of the other stuff like that they've talked about is you know we could just be like an entertainment, like a television show for uh, yeah. for the higher beings that are just like, oh, like look at what these assholes are doing. We gave them nuclear uh, capabilities and they didn't use it to create sustainable power. They decided just to blow the shit out of each other yeah. and destroy entire cities. Like right. that's what they decided to do instead of using it for sustainable energy that they could just you know prosper and and grow and do all those things so think about how much you know and then it's like you you look at like that and it's like wow like how disappointing are we you know like (laughs) that's what i'm saying i think of how much energy we've used for like hate you know like like oh i hate this country let's fucking blow it up like people spend their whole lives on that and it's like why don't you better your life instead of fucking up there yeah and that's that's at like a macro level and i even see it at like a micro level because I see a lot of times that there are, you know, people out there that, I mean, I, I fell down a rabbit hole today on Facebook of uh, of hate back and forth. And it was, um, you know, it was a African-American woman and she had posted something about on a video of, it was basically a gentleman that had um, gotten into an altercation, was calling somebody a racial slur, and it was a Hispanic guy and this, like, white gentleman in a wheelchair. And oh, he I was, saw that video. And he was, like, yelling at the Hispanic guy. And um, she posted, somebody, like, called her out for being racist, and then she posted that not, or said something like, African-Americans can't be racist. And I, I, I just, like, kind of, like, lost my mind a little bit because... And I didn't type anything back because I just started scrolling and reading all of the comments. And um, I just thought it was interesting because 
everybody has the capability to be racist and be angry. And that's at a micro level. And what I think is crazy is our world, not only we feel that it's gotten bigger because we're, we we're so connected by technology, but I feel like it's made it smaller, smaller absolutely. and we're literally right next to the people that, you know, we're talking shit to, yep. but they could be sitting on the bus right across from you and you not even have any idea that no they're there. No idea. Yeah. And I just think that I don't understand why it's, it's, it's not fair that we live in a world where 80% of the people are dumb enough that they're going to be playing on the internet, just talking smack to each other with no real education of like how the world works. Oh yeah. Going up to somebody like I, if I saw that happening, I would either leave or just not say anything, and I would just like, or if it got to a point where I thought it was like getting out of hand, I might try to stop the argument. Right. But like, for example, like I wouldn't just be sitting there filming that guy, first of all. Yeah, that's because that's just going to agitate him worse. Mm-hmm. And second, you know, that guy's a piece of shit for doing the, like calling people racial slurs just because he's too uneducated to understand that. America is a conglomeration of all of these different races. People yeah. are all here for the same reason, for the American dream. How do you think it started? We just brought some people named American? <laughs> like, over, like, yeah. even, like every, it's a mix of, like, of many different races. Mm-hmm. Like, that is America. So, like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just don't get, like, when, yeah, like, the dude was talking about the Latino guy, and it's mm-hmm. like, he was upset. It's like, What's why can he not speak to his mother in exactly. a different language? Like, exactly. Why is it like? Why do you have to speak English? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, the people that were originally from here didn't speak English. Yeah. You know, that English is from England. And, you know? and the like, fact that somebody can speak multiple languages impresses me. Like, exactly. I'm not going to be mad at that person. I mean, yeah. I might be mad if they if I if I can't talk to them. Like, if it's a you know a service situation and yep. I'm like trying to like you know, have a conversation about money or something like that. Like I might get a little iffy because, you know, if I can't understand them because they can't speak English, like that's a little bit different. I mean, it's because it's inconvenience in you, but it's not to the point where I'm not going to go off on somebody over that. I'm going to try to figure out. I just think that I wish more people would think like us and a majority of the people that I spend time around, I don't know anybody that's going to lose their goddamn mind because they can't talk to somebody or they hear somebody talking in a different language. Like, I just can't believe. But with all these videos that we keep seeing, it's all over the place. It's literally. But at the same time, it's like now we're just now like it's just now being put out there. Yeah. Like this is going on. For, that's that's probably. Yeah, you're you know, right. and then you're now just now seeing this. And I'm sure it's gotten a million times better than it what it used to yeah. be, you know, but. At the same time, it go you know the, there's a point of being said. It's like everybody's so quick to bring out their phone and record everything yeah. instead of actually having a re, you know interaction yeah. with him and you know talking to him. And it's like you know now you're just going to slander him on the internet. Yeah. You know, like and there's then, no. It's just making the situation worse. Yeah. You know, like we're creating no a bigger divide that. between everybody. Or, or like you you see a video of like people like getting beat up in like the worst way, but it's like the dude. There's a dude behind or somebody behind the camera. You know, just that's not there doing filming, anything. They're just not doing a thing. And it's and, like that's almost more wrong. Yeah. What is that than, saying you know, that it you is? You intervening like, and saying like, look, you're wrong, and saying it to his face. You're just scared to say it to his face yeah. and for a further uh, like altercation. Yeah. And, you know, and it doesn't ever have to be like that. You just call, you know, but I guess some people aren't 
always calm, no. but still, like, I don't know. It's just like everybody's so quick to throw out their phone and yeah. just like throw it on the internet and then so everybody can talk shit and they can feel like that they're, they're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and, like and, and nobody's ever right in those things. No, that's it, what I mean. Like it just keeps going for recording him and pissing him off. Like you said, it's gonna yeah. piss him off that you're throwing a camera in his yep. face and he knows you're gonna put that on the internet. <laughs> you know, like it's like he hasn't seen videos like that shit before. Yep. So that's what pissed him off and he kept going. You yep. know, he's like, Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and so back to the the deep thought like that just that right there encompasses kind of my thought that i think that it's more of it's got to be an entertainment thing if there is a higher being that's got right. us in a simulation i mean and we were talking about it earlier there's this things that mathematically work themselves out like a video game mm-hmm. you know like there's there's like a little program or like a, an equation put yep. in there in case something goes different in the video game mm-hmm. Like it, it's handled and yeah. fixed. Like we we're talking about, like it kind of goes the same way in nature with like yeah. the e- ecosystem. Like you take an animal out of the system, it fucks it all the way up. Yeah, and then you know it starts then to it's, it, starts to fix itself. But yeah, but it's never really the same. Yeah. You know, but like I saw something about like they, the wolves were kind of extinct in like Colorado, and mm-hmm. they put like. I think they started out with like 15 or 20 and they just released them into the wild and it literally like fixed the The ecosystem. Like it's crazy. Like, and like the river started getting bigger Mm. and it's like weird things that happen. It's like, (laughs) what by putting wolves, you know, like thing. And they had a list of things that it did for, but you well, know, that's why like, that's why you guys all got to be scared because if the bees go away, oh, we're dude. in trouble. And then yeah, I keep hearing about that, and it's like <laughs> that is frightening. Like because they tell you what it can do, yeah. like and it's like man, like it's all it's we all, won't be able to have plants anymore. It's like, all super connected. And there was a podcast I was listening to where they were talking about coyotes and how the way that we try to exterminate them actually like multiplies their numbers like exponentially because when um, coyotes have a like a calling like they're like howling kind of thing that they do at night is almost like a roll call and if they don't get responses from the ones that maybe have gotten killed or whatever by you know people trying to keep them off their land if they don't hear the response from that the female actually produces more pups in litters to compensate for that one that's gone dang so like Basically, our way of trying to get rid of them actually increases their population because they don't hear the other ones. So, right. like, so like the mass like extermination of trying to kill them is actually like promoting them to move to different areas because they're like growing and spreading in different areas. So it's just really interesting how that like that ties into what you're talking about with the mathematical equation. It's balancing itself out in a weird way, like it's but it's still balancing itself out in that equation and the the math that goes into our our universe and our everything that we see definitely could point to it being a simulation and that, and the only thing that i don't like about the simulation thing is is like i i think that i i enjoy having like free will so i'm i'm hoping that it's one of those that it's like kind of like gta where i just get dropped in yeah. and i can do whatever i want right because <laughs> so i don't want it to be predetermined and well that it was getting ready to say like and, and that makes you makes me think like it may be a little more predetermined because mm-hmm. nothing is the same you yeah. know what i mean everything has changed up to what at least what we know from when we started, started in this world mm-hmm. you know like almost nothing is the same yeah and like what you know every and i know yeah like everybody is born and everybody mm-hmm. dies but like 
it almost seems like there's an end to like this whole game you yeah. know like that makes a lot be, of sense you know what i mean there's got to be because mm-hmm. like you know it just like there's there's a pattern you mm-hmm. know and everything and it's, it seems to be getting worse from what we know but yeah. you never i mean but you don't really know because there's they've already like done studies that like history kind of like repeats like yeah it kind of just goes in waves you know things get shitty but things get good you yeah. know things get shitty then things get good <laughs> you know and I'm, I can attest to that in my life yeah you know? and, but, and it's it's crazy because you do like I mean I feel like I always get on that like I, all, things will be ro- rolling along really well and then I kind of get a little bit of a panic attack because I'm like when's the other foot going to drop yep. because things are going awesome right now I'm terrible at that. Like, dude, because I'm, uh, my dad called me out and he's like, dude, you're so afraid that you just won't do. Yeah. And it's just like, well, yeah, I'm, things have gone shitty for the so mm-hmm. long. It's like when something happens, I'm just like, I'm out. And you that's know? like something good happens. I mean, just yeah. Like, and that's why I, can't I, think, handle I it. think that's why, you know, I'm, I'm really, really starting to dig this, like, like positive energy and like going after things that we talked about this on the podcast with you and uh, Brian, which is, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. like making yourself do stuff that's uncomfortable because it, it i think it, it puts you in a position to grow from there and that energy that that positive um, momentum i think is a very important thing because you know when i when i started this podcast there was zero momentum nothing like i had to force myself to go do it and i i couldn't ever get anybody to come on and do it with me But after trying over and over and over and putting that out there and getting people on and talking to people and trying to get, you know, interviews worked out and things like that, it's starting to kind of catch steam. And I'm like, you know, I want to keep doing this and like I want to keep moving forward. So we're always working on trying to figure out how we can move forward. Um, It's like, you know, you put yourself in harder situations. So mm -hmm. when, you know, if things are hard, you know, you're used to it or Mm -hmm. You know, makes a lot of everything else seem easier because you're used to going real hard. Yeah, you know, and that's what like I mean, I, I guest emceed the Blondes versus Brunettes uh, charity football game in Indianapolis. Super nervous about that. I know I didn't do that great at it, but I put myself in that position so right. that I could get out there and talk and and talk on a mic and like talk around and work with people that are used to doing that kind of stuff, so that I can kind of see what they do, like. You know, my buddy Brad Mousehart, that's the um, meteorologist on Channel 8. I mean, he's just got that voice down. And mm-hmm. and they gave him, like, copy to read, like, for advertisements and things like that while we were at the game. And he's even, like, he's past me because of the fact, like, not only does he do it as a job, but, you know, he can see copy and then also, like, kind of add his own twist to it mm-hmm. to make it sound more natural and, like, awesome. Right. And that's why I was super impressed by him by that. I didn't tell him because I don't want to look like a bitch, but... Um, oh, can I have your autograph? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, no, I just... I'm, I'm, I'm impressed about that, and I think that that momentum thing, I want to keep that... Impressing that on people is, like, mm-hmm. if you start to have good momentum in a direction for something that you want, just keep pushing at it. Like, don't, like... You can't take that day off. Like, taking right. that day off is what slows you down and gets you off that track. And um, just, just to wrap up the deep thought of the week, the last thing that I wanted to kind of mention is... Um, what my thought is is like kind of a hybrid thought on the simulation thing which is we're putting all of this stuff on the internet we're commenting on stuff liking stuff using social media doing all this stuff and i listened to a podcast that was called the life after podcast <clears throat> and it's literally a podcast um 
that a guy loses his wife, but through her social media, it's, it, it's a little more convoluted than this because the story goes on and it's like more of like an entertainment thing, but basically loses his wife. And then the internet creates a, basically a version of her on the internet and she communicates with him and she answers all of his questions based off of like all of her posts and everything that she's ever said or done on social media. They've created a voice that he can hear when he calls her on like, or like he listens to her voice messages on online. So he can, weird. So, but I think this is something that's very, very possible to happen in the future because we're going to want to keep our loved ones around. And if we have all of this treasure trove of information and we could build that and have like basically like a, a bot, like you have your Facebook account, but it's set on automatic. It's set on deceased mode is what I'm thinking later on. And it will still answer posts or like certain things because of your history of liking and talking about those same things. Yeah, this is something for I, years I just, and years. I don't, I don't like this. I'm serious. <laughs> I really don't. It's like I think, the I think it's really scary. Thing. It's like the, it's. I don't know. It's it's like you can't. Like, I don't know. Not saying that this is. What this guy is going through, I don't know. I've never heard his podcast. It was, it was no. This was just like an all completely. <laughs> it's like a storytelling podcast. So it's like almost, it's entertainment. It almost seems like it's like you can't let something go. Yeah, you know? and it's like she. That's one of the moments of and, it. And yeah, that's not good. That's not healthy. No. You know what I mean? Like, but I think it's going to exist. He's going to be relying on that. Yeah. You know, like because it's like he's going to see that as his wife eventually. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's not. That's yeah. the fucking a computer. Yeah. And you it's know, and like, it's put everything together. But then that's what I thought is, what if that's like where we start to develop into into these things that are considered our the higher power that's running all of our simulations? What if they've almost transitioned from human thought and human like stuff like that that we're it's actually just all this data that's been moved into like a different yeah. thing that's controlling everything oh, I don't know I'm thinking I'm almost getting onto the plot of like uh like Terminator a, dude I was gonna say like a fucking Terminator <laughs> movie or something like yeah absolutely does but at the same time it's getting more and more real yeah. though you know with like they stockpile the, everything yeah like they have pictures of us for you know I've been on Facebook for over 10 years I've been on Instagram for a certain amount of time They have all of this stuff that they could compile together and create tons of stuff. And I'm doing the podcast, so they'll be able to use my voice very easily just by breaking down the the digital readouts of my voice and talking. So it's definitely something that I... That's why I wanted to wrap it up with that, because I think that we could actually end up becoming these beings that are actually running the simulations. So then we're going to have like multiple different ways of thinking about this, where it's like a bunch of different paths... So, I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm, my brain hurts now. Kinda, like, yeah, no, <laughs> brain kind of got turned but into yeah, a pretzel. Like, there. This is a hell of a deep thought segment. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, it, it's great, but like, man, they, that's just crazy. It's like that movie um, uh, where he had the artificial, like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, her, her, yeah, that, that was, was 
fucked up. It was weird. I did not like that. Hey, like, I'm, no, I'm not saying it was Scarlett like, Johansson's voice, though. Yeah, I, right, walk around right. I might fall in love with that, too. Yeah, but I mean, like, not saying that the movie wasn't good, but mm-hmm. like the concept just yeah. freaked me out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because definitely unnerving. All these people with like the sex bots and shit, mm-hmm. and it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm being serious. When, that stuff, that, when sounds, that stuff starts like, happening, I don't know. It just it, fucking weird to it me might, out. It might really be the end of everything because if you can have whatever you want, Whenever yeah, you want, aren't going to reproduce. Why? You know? Why would we hang out with each other? Well, yeah. Like, if you, what's the point of going and working hard to find a girl that mm. likes you? You know, and and having the the goods hard. and the the, the ups and the downs. Yeah, and it's like nobody wants to hurt anymore. And then it's mm. like, yeah, it's the part of life. I don't want to, but you kind of have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what makes life life. Mm-hmm. You know, if everything were nice and easy, like. I don't know, you know, what, what's the point? You know, I mean, and nobody would move off the couch. And if exactly. like you've, and you know, if you've got a, a like a, you know, people wouldn't reproduce. If you got a, a machine that can mm. do everything a woman can do, what's the point? Yeah. You know, it's like a, a factory, you know, like, <laughs> oh, we can have 10 workers do this or mm. we can have one machine do it yeah. and pay it less, yep. you know, like pay yeah. it nothing. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna pay the machine. Yeah, like, <laughs> the well, I guess it takes money to use power. That's why I'm like, I sorry, I'm just this giving you our time. Futurama, where the, oh, they're not paying me enough oil. Like, the machines like using the money to go like get other like stripper machines, stripper bots, yeah. like shock them or is something like that. Is this a fucking revolving? You know, like oops, is no, this like right. a revolving door? We go see strippers. Robots go see strippers. And, uh, but yeah, so that that like kind of strippers. It kind of leads me to I wanted to see if you could, you know, suggest a song or if there was a song that you wanted to play for kind of like a mid-show song break. Um, I'll suggest a song. Okay. Um, uh, we're talking about it right now. It's uh, Colonel Bruce Hampton, like C O L dot Bruce Hampton. He's looking it up. For everybody who doesn't know. And it's basically Frightened is the name of the song. It kind of goes with what we're talking about. Like, and right. it, it, like it's like he's just scared of everything. You know? right. And it's cool. It's a pretty cool song. And, I mean, and uh, actually he, uh, Colonel Bruce, passed away on stage a couple oh, wow. weeks back. Like, he's like kind of big in the jam band world. Mm-hmm. And he loved to like play pranks on people and do stuff like that. And he's done things of this nature before, but... What people thought that he was just acting like he'd passed out on stage, but no, he really did collapse like at the very last song. And that's insane. I mean, he died with his boots on, you know what I mean? It's not a bad way to go. Doing the thing that you wanted to do. Exactly. 70 something. And the song that they were playing was Love Light. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like turn on your love light, let it shine on me. Wow. Dude, it's just a great way, a great story to go. Now, obviously, you don't want to see the guy go, but he's in his seventies, an old man. You know, Mm -hmm. somebody got to go sometime. That's another thing. You know, Mm -hmm. people die. Yeah, you know, and it sucks. But hell, what do you? You know, you can't do anything about it. They're, you know, they die. That's definitely crazy. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll play this and take a short break. You said, I'm sorry, Frightened. Basically Frightened is the name of the song. There it is. I got it. Yeah, all right. Sweet. It's a good one. Oh, there's going to be an ad. There's going to be an ad. Of course. All right, here we go. Colonel Bruce. Cheese frog, cheese frog, cheese frog, sputlows, sputlows, sputlows. 
Actually, now we are back for part two. There we go. <laughs> I had you guys muted there for a second. Um, but we got done with the deep thought of the week. We talked about the rompers, the romp hymns, those kinds of things. And um, I appreciate you guys watching on the Facebook Live. I know that, you know, we don't have a huge following on the Facebook Live, but it's something that I'm trying to grow. Hey, yeah, and put it out there. So yeah. if you're listening to the podcast, make sure the next time you see us posting about it on Twitter or Facebook, you go ahead and join in and have some conversations with us while we're doing the podcast. Watch us conversate. Yep. So I've got a few things coming up in you know the, the coming months, and I just kind of wanted to talk about a few things like that. Um, for example, I'm getting ready to do an improv class in August, so nice. I'm, I'm hoping that that'll help the podcast get better. You know, I, I say a lot of the same things over and over, and I'm yeah. trying to improve the vocabulary, improve the 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 rate at which I talk and and being on my feet so improv is something that I listen to a lot of podcasts that they have all talked about taking an improv class and mm-hmm. and even just doing it makes you better so I think it adds to that you know thing that we were talking about earlier with just keeping that momentum going doing something mm-hmm. that you're not comfortable with because I'm not going to be comfortable with right. that at all and really, yeah like you said it'll help you you know think on your feet a little bit more and uh, you know teach you like little tools that you don't think of on an old like yeah help you to think about like what you're saying like and stop saying um and mm-hmm. you know what I mean and stuff yeah. like that because I'm very guilty of that <laughs> and, I got a buddy who does like improv stuff and so. what I want to what I want to do eventually is what we've talked about you know before on the podcast is I would like to eventually get good enough at this and comfortable enough with myself that we could do like a live show where mm-hmm. I think that we could do, you know, you playing some music, us talking, doing some games, um, doing some like deep thoughts. So yeah. I would like to maybe have a segment be like at a live show, like before the show starts, have people put down some of the like the deepest questions that they've sat and thought about on their own. And then I can kind of like give my point of view on them and see like, you know, if we can have like or even call that person up on stage and then they right. can talk about their deep thoughts that they have because what I wanted to kind of get back to not that we need to spend all the time on the world on the deep thought but you know I want people to know that I I think about that stuff on a very regular basis like I'm near all day like I I will be I'll be driving to work and be lost in thinking about and this is ridiculous that I think about that but like that simulation theory like I'll just literally be just sitting there like man that's really fucked up and like start thinking of like all kinds of different things that go into it like yep. different different like styles like thinking of different variables that go into it and it's just something that's really interesting to me and i i love hearing other people's like thoughts on stuff like that because it, it just makes it really for good conversation when you're talking with somebody that's also like in the same wavelength as you um and i think that those those improv classes i think are going to help me 
be able to pull that out of other people a little bit better with the yes yeah. and they always yeah. say like whenever you answer something yes and so that mm-hmm. you're you're listening but you're also adding to the conversation at the right. same time and hell you know probably help you like you know at work or in mm-hmm. just in your everyday life you know thinking on your feet and you know, applying you you know it's just like a class anywhere mm-hmm. you know whether it be improv or a class at a college or something you're going to use you know if you're yep. a smart person you're going to use what you learned in that class yep. every day yeah and one of the other things that i wanted to give a shout out to was uh joe leatherman he's uh one of the people watching on the facebook live and hey thanks joe and uh joe is somebody that i've had on the podcast a few times he has acted in an independent film he was the star of that that film and um he has he and i have always talked about like he thinks that he's needed to do a podcast as well and it's something that I've really encouraged him to do. And he did yesterday what he considered a, a live soft launch of his podcast. So he did a Facebook live video and kind of gave everybody an idea of why he was doing the podcast or why he was mm-hmm. wanting to start it. That's and cool. um, it was very good. So if you guys get a chance to search him on Facebook, it's just Joe Leatherman. Um, it's very easy to find. You just type in the search bar. He's probably one of the first ones to pop up. And then also, he is on Twitter. He follows me on Twitter. Um, it's speak underscore, so S-P-E-A-K underscore in vowels. Or no, speak underscore in underscore vowels. So speak in vowels. And um, he was one of one of the first people to like the Juice in the Morning podcast on Twitter. Nice. And um, he's he was inspired by a friend that, you know, he had lost too soon and... Um, him and that friend had talked about doing a a film um, film podcast, like kind of like the genre of like breaking down film mm-hmm. um, movies and like horror genre stuff. And and I know Joe is very into the horror genre, so it's definitely something that you guys need to keep an eye out for. And it's something that I've kind of talked with a lot of my friends that are in the creative like realm, such as you with like your music and things like that, where I would like to create almost a our own shared universe of you know content you know music videos podcasts things like that where we all kind of work together and we can kind of create something bigger because we're all doing the same thing so it's something that i kind of want to it's in the works like i have no idea where to start (laughs) everything like this podcast and everything that i've been doing has been kind of just trying to figure it out on my own so well and you know like you're is by denial and error or like a trailer park boys quote yep. but no, by trial and error <laughs> denial and error <laughs> by trial and error dude you know you're learning you're learning you yep. know like you're learning on your own i think that's you know i wouldn't say you know it's cooler or whatever but it's like you know almost just as cool as if you had somebody you know right there showing you how to do this every day yeah. you know like i think that I, the only thing that i get a little bit nervous about sometimes is you know, learning everything on my own and doing everything on my own. I hope that I'm not doing things in the wrong way. But it is it yeah. in the wrong way, though. You yeah. know, fuck everybody else. <laughs> you know, you're doing it the way you want to do it. That's you're having true. a good time. You know, yep. like, and then you enjoy doing it. Clearly, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't go. You wouldn't go this far. Yeah, and, and you can, you know, help Joe out or anybody mm-hmm. else out that wants to start their own podcast. You're mm-hmm. like, look, you know, it's 
as as tough as it may seem or as as scary as it may seem, you know, I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, like, and I try to tell everybody like it's it's <laughs> it's not hard to do any of this stuff. It's it's really just the time and the effort to do it. If you if it's something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now if it's if it's something that you're kind of on the fence about, then you're probably it will be hard because you're not you're not passionate about it because it's not like for me, this is something that like I really want. Like I want this right. to translate into something bigger, you know, and it definitely shows, especially how consistent you are. You yeah. do it every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I I don't remember the last time where I haven't seen it every week, mm-hmm. you know, and that's awesome. Like it, it shows that you are passionate about it. I appreciate and you that. And enjoy what you do. And, and that makes, I don't know, for me, it seems like it makes other people want to be interested. Because and, and I think that that's a huge point that you're making right there because it has that momentum that I keep going back to, which is like when I first started, nobody really wanted to do it. Nobody wanted to like take time. And I, I agree also, or I also say that I was in Fort Wayne, so it was a little bit harder for people to like get up there that right. are my everyday friends. But I want to, I, I think that just it becoming like a regular everyday thing, I'm not going to lie to you. When I hear a friend of mine, like say that they listened, I like get super excited. Like, yeah. and, and it's, it's almost better than like a, a stranger on Twitter, like interacting with me because of it, because like. I know that my friend took time out of their day to like right. listen and actually process the but stuff that I'm talking about. And you're also more concerned about what their opinion is. Yeah. Of, like the person on the internet, you don't give a shit. You yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of your friends say, I don't like it. And it's like, oh, dude, what, what can I do to make it better? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's for me, it's like you go out into an audience, like I'm playing on a stage in front of, it could be, a, you know, I don't know if I've ever played in front of more than like 150 people, but yeah. still you know it could be that amount of people and i not know a person in the room mm-hmm. oh man i will kill it because yeah. i don't give a shit yeah. you know what i mean like if you don't like it you don't like it mm-hmm. you know i can't force it on you but yeah. if it's people that i know and love it's like i'm a nervous wreck yeah. you know i can't do it and it's almost <laughs> you know it's like i can but it's yeah. like i'm stumbling i'm fumbling yeah. and i'm just i'm so worried that because you want it you want it to be better because it's it's people that you know that you care about. Yeah, and you want them to have a good opinion of mm-hmm. you. You know, you you don't want them to be like, oh, you know, I have a buddy that plays guitar, but he sucks. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but uh, you want them to say like, oh no, man, I bought a buddy. You know, plays and sings, and he kills it, and I love it. You know, because because that means that the next person is gonna want to look into it. Like, yeah. Oh, what? Like, uh, you think it's cool? I'm gonna think it's cool. Then, yeah. You know, like. Like with the podcast thing, I never really got into podcasts mm-hmm. before, and like I've started listening to a few now because yeah. of yours yeah. because I enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. I like talk shows, and like always for me, it's always I grew up listening to Bob and Tom. Oh. We talked about this before, and it's like dream job, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like yeah, they got it fucking made, yeah. but at the same time, they got to look up all these news stories. Not mm-hmm. anymore; they got people doing it for yeah. them, but. But, I mean, when they, they started, got, that's probably what they had to do. Yeah, like, man. They got to be on it and have shit to talk about for four hours. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> every day. And, and the, Well, five days a week. But and still, like... That's that's one of those things that that's why, like, I, I'm... I, I, I feel like I'm getting to the point where <clears throat> I'm getting... Where I, I'm getting a lot of interest of people wanting to be on. But I'm trying to figure out the timing. So, like, I'm just feeling, like, stressed out because I feel like this could be so much bigger. But I don't have that that time to dedicate to it because I want, like, there's 
there's people that I interact with on Twitter every day because it's growing. Like my following on there is growing really fast. Like, you know, I think the last time we talked, I was like around seven or 800 followers. I'm at like 1400 now. So like people are talking all day, like, Hey, do you want to be on my show? And speaking of which the smug cast is actually a podcast that's recorded in Greenwood that I'm trying to work out a date that we can get together that I can either be on their show or they can come on this show. Nice. So I'm giving them a shout out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The people that listen to them are now like, yeah. you know, like, oh, like that guy was cool. I want to listen yep. to that, you know, his podcast. And, and his I just want to be a part snowballs. of everything that is around me that I can be a part of. Absolutely. So that includes the guys that were on um, that I was on their show, the Pointless Discussions guys. Like, yeah, I want to be every take every opportunity that they give me to be on because it's a it's building networking uh or it's not building networking it's networking with other people that are doing the same thing that you're doing and it's something that i think that as as i see that and as i see how other people produce it it makes it better for me and better for my audience and it gets me some other people that might not have ever heard of my podcast right i was gonna say it makes it easier for you you know because you're Every day, you know, putting stuff out there with the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, you you know, you don't even have to do that with them, yeah. you know, I mean, you probably will, it's yeah. like, hey, I was on this podcast, but like, more or less, you don't have to, it's like, oh, like, you know, I just go on somebody else, and yeah. they put the name out about you, just like you're talking about everybody else's mm-hmm. podcast. And what, know, I love, like it's, what I love like about it is, thing, you once, know? once you start, like, interacting with people, or doing somebody's show, or, you know, supporting somebody a lot, you start... You start getting them like sharing your stuff just because you kind of have built that kind of like relationship. Yeah. So so then it is growing like just mm-hmm. organically. It's awesome. And I do want to give a shout out to um, Hannah Craven, who was also on the podcast at one time. She literally likes like every single thing that I nice. post. Like I, I love it. You're one of my best friends. Thanks and for your thumbs. You are the best. Like she literally shares everything. It's oh, the yeah. same with Cam and just other like I love all of you guys as friends that listen and share everything because Without you guys, there would be like nearly not nearly enough reach that we get because Facebook is very um, personalized. So if you are not friends with me, you're not going to see it. Right. And I'm not going to pay that money yet to boost my posts to everybody until I actually start making some money. Then I then I might boost it to some other and some other crowds. And like for me, I was listening to it at work one. I mean, it, I don't every day, but mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll listen to it at work. And mm-hmm. like some dude, it came up on this job site and was like, "Oh, you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast?" And mm-hmm. he's like, "No, nah, dude, it's my buddy." You know, <laughs> and uh, like. You know, he definitely did seem, you know, not as interested, but I've yeah. heard, but like, since then I've walked by and heard him, his radio, nice. listening to like Joe Rogan. And nice. I, was, I told him, I was just like, hey, dude, you know, you should listen. It's pretty good. Blah, blah, blah. I I've always tell people at least subscribe because yeah. then, the then it'll should. download automatically. Yep. And if you have nothing else to listen to, you can just click on that. Yeah. And I will, I will at least start with that. I'll start kind of trying to warm up to you and maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you'll start to start to like some of the stuff that we have because. Like I said, as I as I have built this up with friends and family, we're starting to get a lot of different genres going. Like, you know, I'm trying to work out something with my cousin where we have like, you know, once a month or, you know, once every few um, few weeks or something where mm-hmm. we talk. We talk about gaming and things like that. And then I want to have you on kind of regularly and we can talk about music. And then we and and obviously we can go off on tangents about all the other crazy stuff mm-hmm. that we think about. And just starting to build those um, offshoots of this thing that I started, and I think it makes it better for everybody. 
like kind of creating that shared universe. Yeah. So once again, Joe Leatherman starting his podcast. So go ahead and try to find that once he starts, once he starts it and gets it out there, I'll definitely give you guys some more concrete details. Um, but once again, you know, it's, it's crazy to lose somebody, but if that's inspiring and you know, you're doing something in memory of somebody, yeah, it's awesome. It's going to push you to do the mm-hmm. best job that you can do. Cause you're trying to honor that memory. Doing so. something out for outside of yourself. To so that was, once again, that was his friend Austin that awesome. he lost uh, too early, but definitely something that I uh, look forward to hearing from him and uh, hearing some of his stories and hearing, hearing his thoughts on film because Joe and I are kind of on the same wavelength with that kind of stuff. So nice. check it out. So coming up in the next couple of weeks, or not next couple of weeks, this weekend is the Indy yeah. 500. So 500. it is a big weekend. And those of you that know, I usually go to the Indy 500 race. I actually go to the infield, do the whole thing, get drunk, have a great time. They actually have been doing a lot of stuff with EDM, which I didn't like EDM until I went to the Indy 500 about mm-hmm. four or five years ago. And was at the front row of the Cruella concert and was just losing my mind. I was like, this is something I've been missing out on forever. And um, I really enjoyed it. But this year we're going to be doing a actual race day party at our, at our house. So I'm going to have my little recorder over there. You can see it. It is the the um, <clears throat> Zoom um, H1. It's a little portable <coughs> handy recorder. And I'm going to do some interviews of the people at the party. And we're going to give some, uh, I think, ideas on the race. Um, maybe some kind of stories from the track that we've all had. Because everybody that's going to be at the party has probably been at the Indy 500 infield at some point or another. And knows what kind of shit show it was. You yeah, know What, what I, a legendary place. You though, know what I'm yeah. sad about, though, is the fact that we never got to experience it in its heyday. Like in the 70s and yep. 80s. I'm sure that that was just oh, an yeah. insane I mean, my dad went, yeah, like every year for mm-hmm. like twenty six years or That's something so like crazy. that. And yeah, dude, he tells all the stories of the infield back in the day, and it was just insane, yeah. you know. And yeah, it's definitely calmed down, but I hear it's still. It's oh, it's still pretty. pretty good. It's still pretty crazy. It's still pretty wild. And and, and and one of those things that I I wonder is is like, are we too soft? Like, could we even handle the infield? back in the day like, um yeah i'm gonna say yes like we are too soft like our whole fucking generation is too soft. yeah i don't think yeah. we could handle that no. like like handling somebody that is and and it's it's almost a it's like a scary thing that that we have such the access to all this stuff and we we couldn't even probably make it a whole day back in those days no because mm-hmm. they they didn't have internet they didn't have their phones they didn't have ways of contacting each other so everybody just got together if you had lost somebody you lost them yep. for the whole day mm-hmm. and <laughs> you just they better know where they're going yeah you know and, you were gonna be in this spot we're gonna be here all day you know and you're not like calling everybody hey when are you gonna get here hey when you know yeah. like if you get something, you forget something. You're not gonna have it, you know. Like and and and, and on the flip side of that, though, the Indy 500 does kind of turn into that because with the cell phone service, when you have 400,000 people in one place, your cell phone's like gone. Like yep. you, it doesn't even work. So it is like almost like 
going back in time when you're in the when you're in the infield. Plus, in situations like that, I kind of pitch my phone and like my shoes yeah. and everything. You know, I don't really just live it. in the moment. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that I've told. I've told. You know, I'm not the most motivational speaker in the world, but you know, I always very much preach like live in the moment. Don't be videotaping every single thing that you see. Don't be taking pictures of everything you see. See that with your own eyes. See it for real. Mm-hmm. I was that guy a couple, a couple weeks ago. I went to Chicago to mm-hmm. see a band called Wolfpack. I was actually going to ask you about that because was that um, a was that a great dude? Great time. Awesome time. Great mm-hmm. shows. Great performance. Like very good time. It was in Wrigleyville. Like yep. never been up in that area, so it was cool to experience all that. But. Uh, <clears throat> I had my phone and I wasn't like I had it setting on top of a speaker mm-hmm. and it was like recording it from there. Mm-hmm. But uh, unbeknownst to me, that my flash was on the whole time, <laughs> and I totally didn't know. My girlfriend was just like, "You are an asshole." I was like, "What? What's going on?" She's like, "Your flash is on." I was like, "Man, what a <laughs> dick! I cannot believe that I was that guy." I make fun of those people all the time, dude. <laughs> And I just had no, I mean, it's just because I'm not very good with technology is yeah. why I didn't know. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. And it was just like, it was so embarrassing. Yeah. Like, I didn't have my phone out for the rest of the show. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I'm swear. I swear. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Like, this is just because I didn't know how to use it. I swear. Like, what I, what I want to say, though, is, is, you know, I do follow all you guys on social media. You guys got really close, like. From uh, we were, some of the pictures. We were on the rail, dude. We yeah. were right on the front of the stage. We got there a little bit early and. You know, because we didn't really have much other to do yeah. in there than go and I, eat. And I know and you guys, bars. I know you guys can dig some Wolfpack. Right? Oh, that's like yeah, one of my favorite bands. <laughs> like if we're if this was Brian top or if this was Brian Tice, oh top five, top five, <laughs> it's definitely a top five. I love the you know like oh, what's your top five, dude? You know like oh, it's it's the same it's been for ten years. No. <laughs> I that's love so you, Titus. But, uh, no, that's Titus. We do love you, but that was a pretty good invitation. <laughs> Just top five, <laughs> top five bands all time. Uh, but yeah, so do you have any live gigs coming up? Do you have anything that you're planning for? Um, real bad at this. Yeah, you know, I mean, but it, I can't remember off the top of my head. But sometime in June, you probably can, ten. You can give people, you can give people like a, a frame, like a time frame. Like yeah, it doesn't have to be the exact. Definitely, date yet. it's at the end of June and ten roof sometime. And I'm we gonna, might be able to get you on before that, so that we can. Yeah. Just pr- promote it anyways we'll just, yeah we'll we'll shoot for that yeah. you know get him in here but uh yeah uh it's kind of basically just playing random spots we uh jameson and i we're doing the little acoustic and uh yeah. you know vocal thing we call ourselves the wet bandits loved it yeah and uh <laughs> so yeah you'll see us out soon we're starting we're trying to get more like a bigger like variety of uh music to play and, yeah and start working on a couple of our own too so absolutely but, but you know if we're playing shows i don't like you know, i'm not a guy i've seen many of the, like acoustic guys go up there and like repeat songs and mm-hmm. like, i can't stand that yeah i cannot stand that so like as in you to, say repeat as in like like they play a song in the very beginning of the show and they run out uh, of, they yeah. run out of songs to play so they play it again you're no. like no but i mean i'm not saying i don't have a wide variety but before Jameson came along, most of my repertoire was Grateful Dead and yeah. Fish. <laughs> so, well, and, and, and not saying that I don't like all music, it's just that I was just in it for you know for so long that that's all I wanted to yeah. play, and that's I played in a couple bands that we were kind of like a Dead and Fish kind of yeah. band. So it's like I just already knew. Mm-hmm. So, but that's I mean that's interesting. Like I never even would have thought that somebody would repeat a song 
I've I've heard it a lot, yeah. and it literally drives me crazy. I have a feeling that if I was or, in that situation, I'd be like, "Wait, or, did, did I just did I hear that earlier?" Yeah, or guys that you've seen before at the same bar, mm-hmm. and they play the exact same set. Yeah, like that drives me nuts too. Like yeah. it just switched the songs up. You know? See, I love that you think that way because a lot of people think of it as a as a job and they're doing it like you know i'm doing these songs because i like them and i know them really well frontwards and backwards but i like that you're going to go into it with like i'm going to go with like you know a different feel than yeah, the I last play time new songs every time yeah you know what i mean and that's that's awesome and, and once i get to that point we you know where i've got a massive amount of songs i can just think off the top of my head and yeah. just be like oh let's play this because i love the i love the artists that do that like do the like almost like sensing the vibe of like what they're playing in front of and like kind of playing to that yeah that like gets me so much more involved into the oh absolutely and we love to do that because i'm not i i say that i don't but i don't like to go in with the set list because Mm -hmm. i do like to think of like oh they're gonna love this yeah they're gonna love this song so I'm going to throw it out here or the energy's real hype in here. I'm going to play a fast song yeah. instead of like on our set list. I've got it breaking down to mm-hmm. a slow song. Cause there is a science into working a crowd. Oh yeah. Cause you can't just go out there and just play super fast songs all the time. They're going to be interested and it's the same with, uh, you can't play slow songs the whole, yeah. song, the whole time because they're going to be like, all right, I don't want to hear this guy anymore. He's sappy. But so you kind of have to go back and forth and back and forth and play to different people in the crowd because there's every, you know, there's not just one person you're playing to. Yeah. So, and you know, one person, and then we like to go super far out there to, you know, people in the crowd might like country. So we'll play country, but mm-hmm. not, we like to play the outlaw country. Yeah. Old I've been, dude, I've 20. been digging some Chris Stapleton lately. Oh yeah. And I was, yeah. He's, he's, he's been rocking my iTunes playlist a lot. Lately. Yeah. That dude kills it. But, yeah. uh, yeah, the old outlaw country shit mm-hmm. like that. And then we'll, we even mix in a few hip hop songs and stuff. Yeah. Cause James, nice. Jameson can rap. Like, That's awesome. <laughs> I can't do it, but she can. And it's fucking cool. I'm definitely going to have to come join you guys yeah. again. And, uh, maybe even bring the, portable recorder and we'll do just like a live on the scene kind of interview and then oh, for we'll, sure. we'll continue that uh segment that i want to do which is like just adventures with me like out in the yeah, real world that's a cool thing too like <clears throat> just wherever you're at like hey uh, i've got a podcast yeah. you want to do an interview let's, let's do a sound bite so yeah <laughs> um so real quick we're gonna answer some live uh facebook questions and or comments and just talk to the talk to you guys about those things so um give me just a second I know one of them was uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. the uh, uh, going back to the romp him yeah was it uh, how do you use the restroom in the romp him how do you go to the bathroom in a romper yeah that's uh, you know that's a question to uh, be uh, answered by anybody from you know all right so for example for girls from my experience of hanging out with girls that that have worn rompers it is extremely hard to go to the restroom you actually have to take the whole thing off and damn near get naked and take the whole thing off to go to the restroom am i right ladies am i right i am right at the same time men have a zipper and stick out the zipper so unless you got to take a shit yeah you're pretty much good you know So, so what if they have like do they have a back zipper (laughs) <laughs> like the butt flap on the old long johns yeah that's what needs that's to what happen need. 
And, but, and at the same time, I do wonder about that because we were talking about it on the break. Like, because I've had a few close calls and I wear regular clothes. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'd just shit my pants. You know, if I'm wearing a romper, I can't get it off in time. And, like, and it's been, it's been, you know, my theory is, is uh, if you're going to be wearing the romper, you might as well be wearing the diaper as well. Yeah. So then you don't even have or, to worry. Or like, say you take it off and like, you don't get it all the way out and you just like, flip it back on and then just you flip one on your neck you know like, like it's like you just kind of go in the romper you don't realize it because you're sitting on it you know, just flip it I'm back thinking, I'm thinking about that right now just, <laughs> just a, give a little visual a hot squishy one right yeah. on the back of the neck and just uh, but yeah that's a good question I think from the the stuff that I've heard the the romp hem has a zipper on the front um, but yeah, the, the shitting, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yep. So I'm assuming that you have to take the whole thing off and like pull it down. But then the, the, the worst part about that to me is I'm probably in a party situation or you're so, in a bar or yeah, something. So like, I'm taking this thing off and it's going all the way on the ground. That's like, most of those aren't very clean bathrooms. No. Like you're like, so I don't know. You're going to have to like almost tie it around like maybe your thighs your or knees. something. <laughs> yeah, like, no. So that's that's a very interesting question, and that is a uh, good question. Those are our but those are our theories. Again, questions to be like and ask a janitor. How does he do? You know what I mean? He's got a full on bodysuit. You know, like that's a full segment that we need to do. <laughs> ask your janitor. Ask a janitor. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna check and see what else we have. All right, what questions do we have next? So. <laughs> I'm not a very good whistler. Um, Joe said, remember the film AI? He says it touches on that topic, talking about some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier with the um, the deep thought of the week with the, the simulation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, artificial intelligence becoming kind of like sentient as, as mm -hmm. on its own. Yeah, I saw that movie a long time ago. I don't really remember much, of about, much about it, but I mean, it, it could be similar to the... Uh, uh, What's it, the Will Smith? <laughs> Cameron Carey said urinals will become a thing of the past in the romp him utopia. No, not really. No, <laughs> I, I mean it'd be the same. Like we said, it's got the uh, it's got the urinals. Yeah, uh, I mean the zipper. The zipper. Front. The zipper in the front keeps it good. I mean, I can pee anywhere. If, if you're a, if you're a fairly well endowed human. Uh, you might be able to just like pull the pull the leg oh, over a I little bit. I, I'm not saying that I'm well endowed, but like <laughs> swim trunks, like that's my favorite part about swim, swim trunks. You just pop the leg. That's the go-to move. You don't even have to like work at it. Just boom, you're out the bottom of the pant leg. But I wear shorts. We, we got quite a few hearts on that answer right Hell there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> nice. So um, yeah, those are the. I mean, those are the comments. I mean, we we don't have a very. Uh, very huge following on the Facebook Live, but we did get some good comments from Joe, from Jen, from uh, Cam Carey, and I appreciate you guys watching. Thank you very much. Yeah. And um, I did want to see if there was a song you wanted to play to finish out uh, at, sure. right before the end. Yeah, I do. I uh, I will play. I'm gonna play a little Van Morrison. All right. I love this song. I always love when you play. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Here, let's get that back a little bit so I can get a little bit louder. Um, 
this one's called uh, Crazy Love. Crazy Love. By Van Morrison. I'll play it. You know, I'll get sappy. I'll, I'll just say I'll play this for my, my lady, Jameson. Oh, okay. I love you. Such a sweetheart. <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs. That's a good one, man. I actually uh, played that my dad got married last summer, and I actually played that in the ceremony. That's a beautiful song. Up on stage, man. It was a good time. That's awesome. Never felt more proud of myself, you know what I mean? Like, not like too <laughs> No, many, I know. You know but like, it was just like, I was a nervous wreck. Killed, you know, probably that. killed it, though, with but all yeah, that energy. That's what everybody kept saying. They're like, oh, dude, you killed it. And I was like, I didn't hear myself. Like, yeah. You know, like the Will Ferrell thing and stuff. But it was like, <laughs> I floated I just, up above was, my body. Yeah, I just feel like that I was just floating and <laughs> I wasn't in my body. <laughs> 
So I just wanted to, once again, thank you, Creed In Man. This is the fourth time you've been on the podcast. Dude, thanks again for You've been me. killing it every single time. I feel like we always, we're always like, you know, I look at the time and I'm like, man, I usually try to wrap them up at about an hour, but I just I can't stop usually. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, it's fun. It's I a love good it. time. Um, but I wanted to thank you for being on. Thank you. Um, and then I want to tell you guys, be sure to interact with the show on Twitter. It's at Juice in the AM. Um, just interact, talk, comment, tell me if you like it, tell me if you hate it. Yeah. You know, we can definitely figure things out easier if people are interacting. Um, you can search on Facebook, uh, Juice in the Morning, so that you can watch these live videos. Yeah. It's almost like a more behind-the-scenes look than the podcast because I do edit some stuff here and there. And then also, I just started the Instagram for Juice in the AM. So cool. definitely go ahead and check that out as well so that I can start sharing some pictures and videos with you guys. And um, once again, what I've talked about a couple of times already is, you know, we're wanting to start like a, I, I want people that are creative and into media to collaborate with me because I think it would be cool to have kind of a shared universe where, you know, I have people that create music. We do videos, we do podcasts and we kind of all build our own network because really building a network it doesn't mean you have to have a business or like a LLC or something like that. We could just all be, you know, those kinds of dudes. It's a handshake kind of dude. Like, hey, I will be on your podcast or, you yeah. know, I'll promote your show, but you're going to come on mine. It's all going right. to be just kind of handshake. Keep it moving. We are all good friends. And we can also build a network of media that I think, I don't know, I, I don't you know, Barstool Sports kind of started as its own thing and mm -hmm. they just started growing and growing and getting different kinds of media yeah. in there. And, you know, it's like uh, you see all the signs and like bumper stickers, like support local music, you know, yeah. like support local everything. Yeah. Dude. Like, because without the people in your community, it's not going to thrive. Exactly. And that's where you live, yep. you know. So if you want these things in your community, go out and support it. Or Absolutely. Support this podcast or support everything, you know, and then like, that's like I said, I can't give enough thanks to those people that share and like everything. Because yeah, absolutely. Thank all of you. Guys. Without you guys, it, it wouldn't exist because I'm, I'm definitely super narcissistic and I want everything. <laughs> I want everything to be about me. So, um, yes. uh, if you would like to join in on the show in any way whatsoever, um, you can also email me at juice in the morning at gmail.com that's my personal you could email be in this seat right here and you could be talking to us especially if you're in a musician because we are going to get this one, we're going to get uh Creedon back on uh, right before his show so if we could get somebody else on that maybe is like trying to do something musically or somebody who's been doing something musically yeah. like let's get you on here and we'll all talk and have a good time have some beers so uh, yeah. um also spread my feelers out on my music buddies. <laughs> there get you them go. all in here. Yeah, yeah we'll get. Well, like I said, I know that you said you had a mic, so if you have something that can plug in there, we could even get a, for, a fourth person. Oh so. yeah, I got I got a couple mics and cables, so, so we'll um, get it hooked up. And so the the last thing I want to mention is the huge growth on the Twitter is completely due to the fact that I've uh, been using the hashtag Potter and Family. So if you're on Twitter, use that hashtag Potter and Family. You can find me and you know tons of other people that are doing the same thing that we're doing which is a very independent podcast that's all done with love because it's not getting paid to do it so <laughs> um the last thing i want to throw out there is shirts are coming soon that's the birthday Sweet. the birthday gift that i asked for 
from everybody in my family is just give me money so that I can buy shirts for the podcast. Awesome. And uh, give them out to guests and then also maybe even sell them. So, uh, yeah, um, absolutely. The shirts are coming. So, That's awesome. Stay tuned for all of that. And once again, thanks for being on, Creedon. It's, it's the best having you on here. Awesome, dude. I love it. I am. I will definitely be back. And I we'll, can say that every time, but yep. it's so much fun. We'll get you on before your show and then also cool. let's get some of your other music buddies in here. For sure, man. We'll have Jameson back too. She tried to be here today, but she had to work and got off late so no, that's okay absolutely we'll get everybody involved thanks for being here and thanks for listening thanks for watching at home thanks guys. i think it was like maybe 10 people but that's good <laughs> better none love you all bye